0: You're listening to the Bourbon and Balance podcast, where we discuss fitness and the finer things in life with the people who find balance between both. This week, we traveled to DeWitt, Michigan to meet up with our friend Scott Abramowski at his gym, M43 Fitness. After training together, we sat down and had a conversation about how he started his gym and the unique approach that he's had to business that has made his gym so successful. In case you missed it, Bourbon Balance t-shirts are now available for pre-order. You can find the link to the pre-order form on any of our social media. Pre-orders will be ending on Friday, November 13th. Also, if you're interested in using the training methods that we discuss in this show, you can join our Bourbon and Balance training team by heading over to the link in our social media and signing up. You can even do a seven-day free trial um, to see if it's something that you want to commit to. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bourbon & Balance podcast. We are in DeWitt, Michigan at M43. Sorry, I keep jacking the name up. (laughs) Brain Uh, fart. Yeah, it's Tully with Ryan sitting next to me and our guest and owner of M43 Fitness, Scott Abramowski. Yes, sir. Okay, I got it right. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, Yeah, this is pretty cool. I I feel like Scott and I were destined to be best friends, but unfortunately, we live like an hour away. So we just fake being best friends for a while until we actually get to hang out in person. But uh, Scott. And I met a little over a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Through Lululemon, we're both uh, ambassadors through the store, and then we went on a neat little retreat down to Fancy well, Boys. Yeah, <laughs> to Ohio. Was it Cleveland or Cincinnati? I never remember. Cleveland, Cleveland, it was Cleveland. Yeah, uh, and
2: we were. <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. You can tell the story. Yeah. So I remember telling my wife. Sometimes, you know. Ryan, and I don't fit the typical Lululemon mold. And so I'm like, I'm going on this retreat and I, you know, I'm not, I don't do yoga and all that kind of stuff. So I went, I was like, I'm gonna be like a sore thumb when I'm there. And, um, it was like, I got off the plane and it was like a, like Brothers. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, who's this guy? I'm like, he's Jack. He's good looking. He's about my size. We kind of just walked up and just like, we just knew, like, yeah. hey.
1: It was, it was sparks <laughs> We're to go, go do karate in the garage. Yeah. Oh, it, was, <laughs> it was great. We and did chest. <laughs> <laughs> we, we literally
2: did. Yeah. It was. It wasn't even an hour into
1: the trip, and everybody went. To, we got to the hotel, and before we even parked to actually walk into the hotel and like check in we we're like hey you want to go work out yeah <laughs> and everybody else was like you know figuring out yeah. who was going to do what in terms of like uh, they did like some cycling classes and some yoga and meditation and Scott and I are doing chess in the hotel <laughs> the hotel gym hell yeah brother <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was pretty sweet
1: so that was how we kicked it off and then we've just kind of uh, like business-wise also kind of stayed in touch um, absolutely joe and i came down to and we'll kind of get into this, but came down to the other location, uh, maybe like six, eight months ago, yep. um, and, and chatted business and toured the Lansing location, right? That is Lansing. Lansing. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, when Scott opened up or when you opened up, I'm talking about you as if yep. you're not here, but, uh, <laughs> when you, when you opened DeWitt, we were like, man, a we got to get him on the podcast because you have a cool story, but B, uh, this place is, so yeah.
2: sick
0: so i guess like high level overview what is m43
2: yeah so i still struggle to kind of explain what it is um the very short of where i got here the gym model was i was in more of a group setting um before and i love group fitness but i thought that maybe you know well i got certified in CrossFit in 2012 and i love crossfit but a lot of the people that i was training at the time we're not doing crossfit i was not at a crossfit gym i definitely love the functional feel sure um fast forward now about seven eight years you know in 2020 a lot of people know what rowers and kettlebells and all that stuff are and a lot of people you know maybe they don't have access to a crossfit facility or kind of just want to come in and quote unquote do their own thing so i wanted to basically be the do your own thing gym and i was training some people online um via an app which is now our m43 fitness app so then m43 is kind of like a home base so i guess in short it's like a higher end functional Anytime or snap fitness with custom programming nice. So you provide programming for every member or every member that wants
0: it, is yes. it like a it's is it individualized or it's like they sign up for well, a, a certain kind this of program is where like literally the rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, so we
2: well, as you guys all know it's I'm a big movement guy. So yeah. everyone like my mom does a push up that's going to look different than Ryan's or Ryan's maybe doing a back squat my mom's doing a TRX assisted squat. Yeah. So um, all the programs I have are built out depending on the fitness level. So yeah. I'm, I know you guys are like the functional movement screen all that sure. kind of stuff and you know I've always been I like it but I always hate when I bring people in there they're terrified to be here and then I basically tell them that they move terrible, right? So yeah. I kind of make it about like, hey, let me show you what you can do well and how you can do fitness and, you know, in your own little bubble. So I have um, all the programs are basically outlined. So I have about 12 programs that all go out about a year, depending on where their level is, so everyone that joins does a intro session with myself, and then I put them on the program for them. Oh wow! So you specifically see every single member that joins. Everyone, yes. I mean, right now it's about I, I probably see about ninety percent of them. Wow, that's impressive. So, <clears throat> the facility itself
1: is immaculate. Uh, the equipment, the way that everything is stored, is super efficient. Everything's freaking brand new. Like, it's literally a. a toy shop like you know like we walk in and we're like oh my gosh let's do everything because it's all so cool but that's the end result how did you get to where you are now where you're opening a second facility maybe even thinking about a third like what did you go to school for how did you know what were the steps that took you uh to being able to kind of open up a a dream gem.
2: Yeah, so I know you and I have had this conversation. Yeah. I come from a family of engineers. My grandpa, my dad, my brother, everyone's an engineer, so I've always been the odd
0: bunch of nerds.
2: Yeah, exactly. Dang, watch I've it. always I remember my, my, my grandpa was a professor at MIT and I'm like, I'm a kinesiology major and he just like paused and was just like, like shook his What head. is yeah. this? Why? So, Kinesia, what? so I went to just like everyone, like you know, I was athlete in high school, I liked working out. I saw what it did for me. Um, in college I continued working out. I went to Michigan State for kinesiology. Um, I had a buddy that kind of went more of the strength and conditioning route, and I went more of the gen pop route. Um, worked at a facility in East Lansing for about four years, and the whole time, I kind of jotted down on a notebook that I wanted to open my own facility, what that might look like. And I had no idea at the time what that did look like, but, you know, in my mind, um, a lot of people that I trained, you know, were business owners, men and women that were doing their own thing. And I kind of, one gift I think personal trainers get maybe overseas is the fact that a lot of the people that we train are like a wealth of knowledge. Some of sure. them I kind of joke that... I should be paying them for the session. So, oh, yeah. you know, I take a lot of information from them, kind of keep tweaking the plan. And really, where it came to head was after I kind of bounced around with some other, like, kind of businessy consulting kind of jobs, um, stuff that I didn't really fit what I wanted to do. Um, and what really was the, the tipping point was the building where M43 is in Lansing was right by my house at the time. And my dad and I always kind of, Butted heads, how he always thought I needed to be an engineer, make X amount of money, punch the clock, get benefits, all that kind of stuff where I knew that wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, so really what ended up happening, long story short, was I was in Florida with a friend, and my dad called me and was like, Hey, if I could do this all over again, you know, I'm really stressed out, I'm gonna retire in a few years. I would have done something else. So I commend you for being the odd duck of the family. My dad said that my dad said that, which for me was like I mean, it was almost, literally almost brought me to tears. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And because we like had some arguments, let's sure, just put sure. it that way. Yeah. Sure. And um, two days later, my dad had a very, very, very bad stroke. Oh. Wow. And so he still can't talk, and is not obviously the superhero that he was for me. Yeah. So I went home, and it was with my fiance Ari at the time, and I was like, "I'm doing this. Like, let's go. I'm putting everything I have into this. Yeah. Like I would." regret it and I think everything happens for a reason and yeah. when that happened I was like let's go and about a week later I put an offer on the bil- on the building and started my business yeah plan. see I didn't know
1: that part of the yeah, story that's yeah. incredible Cal, that's wild
2: yeah it oh was like gosh. I don't know it's like one of those like just smack in the face like everyone yeah. wants to be an entrepreneur it. and do that kind of stuff yeah. but it's like when are you willing to really make that jump yeah. and that was the moment when I was like I have nothing else to lose yeah and I think that's where we joked about becoming best friends but we literally like
1: at that restre- retreat we're on the same wavelength the whole time like, as soon good. as we started talking it was like. Holy crap. Like I just did the, the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it was that like deviating from the path of normality in terms of, you know, like you said, nine to five punch a yep. uh, have security. And, and when you break away from that, it's freeing, but it's also, you know, like a gut check. It's, it's a leap of faith that you don't know if it's going to work or not. And I've had this conversation with so many people of like, it's kind of an Oh shit moment. Like I, I'll never forget that feeling in my gut when I talked to my, my old boss at my old job for the first time, like, or for the only time saying like, Hey, like, here's my two weeks. I'm, I'm getting out of here.
2: Yeah. And then when you're like, and then you're like, Oh (laughs) shit. Like, I really hope this works when you're Um, doing it. And I was like, you know, I would rather myself, you know, a a guy that I train who does very well, he was like, whether you're worth a million dollars or $10, if you go bankrupt, everyone goes back down to zero. It was almost like a comforting feeling. I mean, when you're doing that loan and I remember the first big check we wrote was like for 24 grand for electrical. I'm like, I've never bought it. I mean, wow. wh- I mean, this is like, yeah. like I mean, it's like Monopoly money at the yeah, time. Yeah. And I mean, literally, very few people know this. Ari and I always joke that like we did not have much working capital when we opened. Like, yeah. probably could have made it two months because of. I mean, I've never done this before. I yeah. don't know what anything costs. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, stuff, on the stuff comes up. I don't. I forget about stuff. You know, I f- we forget about during the construction period. I still have to pay taxes on the <clears> building. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but month one in lansing we were profitable so it was like uh, everything just came together oh yeah and it was just a bit of luck too yeah and don't like don't get scott don't get me
1: wrong either when we talk about that like leap of faith it's definitely calculated like there's it wasn't just like
0: burn the boats like right right every single thing is going into this or was it
1: everything no no it it, it is but i'm saying like there were so many scenarios played out you know beforehand of what's worst, con- worst, worst case scenario if we go this route or, you know, this goes wrong, what do we do here? And you have this much money to start with, how long will that actually last you? Like, I remember when, you know, before I left my job and, and started full time at eighth day, I mean, I, I probably, my wife and I probably talked for four weeks straight every single night at dinner of, okay, so like, if I do this, you know, and this happens, what do we do? Or... I don't know, she gets fired or, you know, or loses her job for some reason. Like, then what do we do if I'm, you know, trying to wing it and she doesn't even have a job? And there's so much actual thought that goes into it. It's not really just like a blind, like, okay, screw it. Like, I'm just going to leave my
2: job. No, it's a mix of like a, it's like a tornado of adrenaline and fear all at the same time. You get really excited and then you wake up the next day and you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. But the the comforting thing was, you know, some of the guys I trained were (laughs) like, you know, you know, we almost foreclosed on our house to start. The, I mean, everyone that has a successful business has a story. Yeah. Everyone nowadays just sees like the end result and yeah. just thinks that it happens and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And then once you're like in that comfortable zone with being uncomfortable yeah. with it, yeah. especially financially, then it's, it kind of just feels right. Yeah. And and walking into this place, the, the second location I can see, it's
1: just like things are clicking, things are working. Like the, that snowball of success is, uh, is continuing, and I'm I'm proud of you as a friend, because this sure. place,
2: dude, this place is badass. Yeah, what do
0: you think was the secret sauce in month one there that made it work for you?
2: This, oh, man. You know, a lot of it was I had, a, I had a, you know, I don't think I've ever done anybody wrong. I had a decent following to begin with, and especially in this market, like, we have, like, your Crunch Powerhouse Planet Fitness, and then we had CrossFit, yep. and we have less CrossFit now, but there's nothing in between. Like, people are like, I want to do functional stuff, But I don't want to do CrossFit or I don't want to go to this gym because it's too far. Or I don't want to do classes. I don't want to do classes because, I mean, you guys guys know. I mean, for a lot of these gyms that are not maybe doing so well, if they don't have a lot of people in the class, they pull that class time. And if I am, like, the 4 p.m. class person, you take that class time, I'm like, your gym's not really what I can use anymore, right? right? So, like, I think we were just a niche, and I think what I really tried to do was just – create an environment where like you know you can scan in whenever you want and the flexibility for people especially now is like huge so i think it's just no one's ever done to my knowledge what i'm doing and i think that's what really just caught on pretty quickly what's now
1: what's interesting is on the spectrum of gyms you have like you said uh planet fitness crunch snap all of those like big name gyms and they have zero community right like People literally walk in the front doors playing music in their headphones. Yes. Nobody talks to anybody. Uh, most of the time, the person that's scanning you in doesn't even like you know greet you or look at you. But then you have CrossFit gyms or functional gyms where you know it's class based and there's a massive community and that's actually what holds those gyms
2: together for the most part. So where do you fit on that spectrum? Yeah, so I think like the the pinnacle of community is CrossFit gyms. I would 100. percent one of the things was like when I was earlier on. I went to a, a business summit kind of a thing in, in New York and I was listening to a guy and they uh, he's one of the head trainers at Rumble Boxing in New York City, which is like a huge operation now. And he was like, you know, in fitness, people have like fitness money and then they have like entertainment dollars. Sure. So like what I think CrossFit's done a great job, I mean it's entertainment for people. I mean there's yeah. parties when they go in there, they feel like maybe they're at a club, they feel like it's like a release. Yeah. So I was like, How can I do this? So with our sound system and some of the other stuff that I've done, and then you know with the app i can put people into like mini groups but just like any kind of thing since we are so small sure people kind of realize like hey i'm in here at the same time as so and so I play the music louder, so there isn't much headphone wearing in here, and people yeah. just kind of get to know each other, and, you know, I've gone to a wedding. I mean, the whole CrossFit thing. They've gone yeah. to weddings, they've gone out, they've dated each other, you know. Yeah, yeah. They've done everything. So it's kind of, oh. like, forces people to form a community due to, like, you know, the, the smaller size of the gym.
0: Yeah, especially, yeah. like, if you're on the same kind of schedule, like you said, you'll see that same person over and over. But, yeah, that's incredible. I it's was also,
1: I think, interesting about it, and we already touched on it, but you touch – base with every member that you have so every member knows who you are right the owner of it um so there's a sense of almost like a family owned and family ran business to it which like mom and pop shops like even if you look at like restaurants like they have a following they have people that are you know that love to go there or are like committed to going there versus you know another shop or another restaurant. So I think that also brings in a form of like community just by knowing who owns the place and having a relationship with that person.
2: Yeah, you know, a lot of these people have my, you know, personal email. Some have my cell phone. You know, I do that first session with people. They're like, oh my gosh, the owner is doing it. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, I'm just Scott. Like, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. Right, right, right. But when they do it, you know, I have that personal touch. And then that way, like, you know, I can, I can see where they're at. I mean, I can kind of touch base with them like on a different level. Yeah. So every time I come in here, you know, they know me, I know them yeah. and it's like, you know, they're not like scared. A yeah. It's a huge yeah. comfort thing. And like, like one of the things we, we don't have contracts here. So like people are like, Oh my gosh, that's such a relief. Yeah. And I know I'm kind of yeah. like flipping what a lot of gyms do like on, on its head, Yeah, but they're like, I'm like, look, if you don't like it, like I'll do everything in my power to make you like it. Yeah. And if you don't like maybe this just isn't the place for you. And sure. I think that they're like, that's such a sigh of relief. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how we've gone that's with interesting. it. Interesting. Um, so let's just
1: kind of like go through timeline of, of gym one. So you open gym one, you dump everything into it. It's a big risk. How do you, uh, did you have like a
2: consultant? Did you have a friend that was helping you do all of this? Yeah. So I have um, uh is actually my son's uh, godparent. Uh, his name's Tim, Tim Sandberg. He was, um, he's done business planning before for other people. So a lot of times we would have our whiskey or wine and kind of just, there's a a website called live plan where you basically pay like an upfront fee and then it helps you kind of plug everything in. So I think my business plan was like a 42 page business plan because you realize like bars, restaurants, and gyms, like banks don't want to finance us. Yeah. Hmm. So like I knew I had to have this thing laminated. It'd have to look sweet when I presented myself. I had to look serious and know that I was going to succeed. Sure. Like I can't just come in with like a floppy mo- notebook.
0: i yeah, more businessman than more me businessman had. than me yeah. had. Yeah.
2: And why Which is this is really hard for you? So both times, <laughs> yeah. so the first one was harder, but the second loan that I got was from a different bank and they had their whole commercial banking team of like 14 people come into the gym. Cause they just didn't under, I mean, I know you and Joe really? looked at it. They just didn't understand the finances. They're like I- how does this work? Yeah. A lot of them obviously maybe don't work out. So it's harder for yeah. them to realize it. But sure. when they were here, they're like, okay I get it because they're like same thing like we just don't finance gyms like really? we just don't that's want Scott's to
0: that's Scott's next move is he gonna start a bank that's Ooh. It. M43
1: banking yeah. yeah wait isn't there a rap song about that like I've I my M43 own money M43 fitness
0: financials
1: there's <laughs> something about that but anyway so okay so you right you have this wicked business plan yep um,
2: what made you choose duet so well, Lansing for, it was the yeah, first. Yeah, I want to say which. Yeah. What about, you choose Lansing? so I opened Lansing. Would have been April, This April would have been our two-year anniversary. Okay. Where so is the location? It's on Grand River, so it's just east. Uh, sorry, just west of 127. On so it's like Saginaw, Grand River, M43. It's all kind of like one row that kind of splits in. But um, that's a good
0: spot, though. Yeah, great
2: spot because right off the highway, yeah. so like it's yeah, very centrally sweet. located. It's really sweet. It's in an odd location, but I think it's like it's definitely a destination. You know, it's not like in a strip mall or anything. Yeah, it's a standalone yeah. building. Mm-hmm. Um. So we opened, it would have been two years in April. And so in DeWitt, uh, it, like one of those things, everything kind of happened at the same time. I'm not handy like you probably are, Ryan, but um, my wife and I kind of continuously did a few things. I bought my first house from a client. I kind of already had some equity into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my wife was pregnant and I knew like, hey, if we can sell our house for X, we could probably take some of that money and do another gym and my wife was like, you're going to be sleeping outside. <laughs> I mean, she was pregnant at the time yeah, yeah, yeah. and I texted a buddy and I was like, Hey, what could you sell my house for? And he told me and I'm like, go put a sign in my front yard. No way. So we, we like literally sold the house in like a month, had nowhere to go. So we rented a place and then I basically took that money and then kind of rolled it into DeWitt. The, this so this, yeah, this building was for sale. I kind of like smaller cinder block buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the market of DeWitt. Um, there is one other gym here in DeWitt, but it's more of just like a traditional gym. Sure and um it's like a up and growing community yeah and i just knew like you know it was um less overhead than lansing would be yeah sure and you know
1: that's being literally what telly said when we were driving into the city i was like wow this is like a nice little town like i have never actually driven oh, yeah. through to it and he's like and telly actually said that it was in uh, like an up-and-coming city in
2: this area. it reminds yeah. me i know you like it reminds me of like how northville was sure. like 20 years ago really like a lot of farmland, but then a lot of like brand. I mean, they're building houses. Like, like yeah. I, I, so I built a up. house about a year ago, and they're building like five houses within walking distance. I mean, they just keep digging you holes. You built into it. I built into it. Yeah. Um. How far are the two locations apart from each? So area? from my house, it's Lansing's 14 minutes from my house, mm-hmm. and then this is like six minutes. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Because when you're saying that, and you
1: greet every new member at both locations currently. Correct. So what happens when you open a third? yeah um <laughs> i'm sure you're not done, done, that more, right? i mean
2: no. I, I don't know i mean there will be more yeah there will be more yeah. um don't listen Ari. um <laughs> so yeah i don't know i mean you know what i'm trying to do is we have you know when we first started this i was the only trainer yeah. now we have 10 that's so cool. um and i would say about five of them do it as their full-time job yeah <clears throat> and which is really cool is i've had to like kind of turn some people down now so we're kind of becoming like a mini mecca of where trainers want to train yeah um i mean you literally outfit
1: a tra- like if a trainer were to come in here and say like i don't have any equipment to provide but i have a list of clientele that i want yeah, to train and the skill set and you walk into this place it's literally like a candy store like i said like yeah. a toy store yeah for for trainers yep. they can do anything they want with any demographic yep um like when we were here i mean it's in the middle of the day on a friday it wasn't super busy but It's busy enough to where there's, like, you know, commotion and, like, there's people here. But, like, as a trainer, you have all the toys that you could ever want. So I can see how people would want to come here and want to train here.
2: Yeah, and then in—so kind of continue on that story. My wife and I uh, closed on this building in February. And then COVID happened, obviously, in March. So construction stopped. Uh, I placed my order with Rogue. And Rogue, when you place, like, a semi-order, it's usually, like, four to six weeks. Mm -hmm. They told me, like, six to 12 weeks. So, everything was like completely backed down. And remember, you know, when businesses shut down, bills keep going. Oh, yeah. So now I have one gym that has been around for two years with bills and no members really at the time. We stopped billing people. And then, um, you know, DeWitt, I'm basically paying on just an empty building that is like half done. So it was a stressful last six months, but I think it's going to make us obviously stronger going forward. Yeah. So you stopped billing completely. I did, yeah, in April. Wow that's interesting yeah so I had a lot of obviously different gym people that we were I was kind of going back and forth with and yeah. you know the saving grace is I have the app so yeah. I gave everybody an at-home program to do nice. yeah I've kind of always been like live and die by my own sword kind yeah, of a thing totally. and I was like look if the Titanic's going down I want to go on by myself yeah, yeah. Um so we stopped billing. A lot of people wanted to make donations and stuff. I was like, hey, look, just like I really appreciate it. You know, they sent some great messages that probably kept me going through yeah, this. Yeah. But I was like, just be ready to come back, you know, and support us when we're able to open. Yeah. So. And, and they have. They have. Right. Yeah. At yeah. first, we had about 70% of our members came back right away. Yeah. Wow. Which I know some other gyms. In September. In September. Wow. And it's gone pretty crazy since then. What? It seems like things have
1: gone well since the beginning, like in terms of memberships and, uh, creating a community and being able to do a lot of the things, uh, kind of by your, not by yourself, but like in the beginning and with the first gym, you did most of it alone, oh, yeah. you know, you and your wife. Yep. Um,
2: what was your biggest challenge opening the first gym? Time management. Really? Yeah. I mean, at first my wife was, I mean, when we did it, she was like, obviously, you know, I said that she was We were still, she was pregnant, so she was cleaning pregnant. I was cleaning at night. I was training at four in the morning. Yeah. But when it's yours, like, you just don't get tired. Yeah. I mean, I was just, like, loved every second of it. Yeah. And then when you, like, a lot of it was kind of just relinquishing some control. I think it's, like, a lot, when you listen to a lot of business things, it's, like, you know, you need to write down everything you do in a day and then start circling things that are, like, the low-hanging fruit that you could kind of have somebody else potentially do. delegating. I, like, still hold on to some of that stuff. So, really, it's probably just delegating tasks. Yeah. I've gotten better, I think the whole COVID lockdown kind of actually helped me mentally get in a better space with it. But yeah. that's probably been the hardest, the hardest thing. Yeah. It's funny because COVID for, it's not funny. Let me start by
1: that. It's not funny, no. but the whole COVID thing was really, really stressful for a lot of people and for a lot of businesses. Uh, but there were so many, I think for most people as well could agree to this uh, or with this is that there was a lot of silver linings to it as well. And it made people, and it forced people to look at their business and change things that uh, they probably wouldn't have seen or wouldn't have been able to change prior to that. Um, So it it slowed down time for a lot of business people or business owners um, to, I guess, make their business more efficient or, like you said, to kind of like trim away at uh, at the fat or the low-hanging fruit that maybe wasn't necessary. So I think a lot, I mean, and I hope, um a lot of businesses especially gyms will pull out of out of this covid period stronger and with uh you know with their communities that are even more i guess you know like supportive and and stuck with you know stuck to them i guess as a business um it is a strange space though especially like i didn't know that you guys stopped billing like that's that's pretty wild wow yeah
0: yeah Um, Is. uh like Cause it. you are
1: like on the in between, right? Like community style gyms, like for us and for CrossFit and Rapids, like the community is so strong that we did everything that we could to still provide a product. And, you know, all of our members still, you know, most of them still wanted to, to pay and help and support.
2: And for you to just like cut that line, is I've never slept. Scary. I've never slept better the next day after we stopped billing. Really? Oh my gosh! I like was like I don't know what to do. Like mm-hmm. it was just gut wrenching. But I was like same thing. I said like if we're gonna go down, I'd rather just look. I mean we had a good run and I'd rather yeah, go down. Yeah. So we you know like the one good thing is with the app we did a lot of I kept people you know engage with online or online programming still but at home sure um one thing that i would say that we didn't do as well with is you know we're smaller so we don't have as much equipment as like eight day yeah so yeah. like the whole outside deal was just yeah. like it was not a good yeah, not I a good great thing for us that was an
1: advantage for us was, absolutely I mean, we just emptied our gym yeah. literally like yeah. every rower every bike every plate dumbbell kettlebell yeah. everything was gone uh, and then we provided the programming as well to be able to do at yeah, home. So yeah. it's not like we were just like, yeah, we'll continue, you know, cashing the checks and yep. there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Like, I mean, we we filmed a video for every single day, and uh, so we did a lot. But at the same time, like, there we still had to rely on that that community of of support. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is a little different. So, what do you do for your own fitness?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, how do you find Ooh. balance between? That and we got to talk this. about alcohol here Yeah, yeah. We're so going to get into the fun it stuff. This
2: Friday. So uh, I bounce around. So I always say I have exercise ADD. You know, like I said, I did the whole CrossFit thing. Um, what a l- bunch com- of losers that do that. I, I know. know. Yeah. Competed in a bunch of different competitions. One, uh, a couple at 8th day, like yeah. Ryan and I talked about. Games. Yeah. Um, was never, was always in like in the top 10, 15 on a smaller scale. And, I ended up kind of really getting into more training and business was kind of more fascinating for me. Yeah, it wasn't. A, I mean, maybe it's an excuse, but so I wasn't <laughs> crossfitting as much. I guess maybe yeah. I kind of realized like, hey, this is maybe something I could be better at. Sure. Um, my
0: body hurts really bad. I'm gonna get into business. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm kind of just doing. I just bounce around and do a lot of stuff. Like I just like exercise for me is just like you know my little meditation kind of a thing. Yeah. So uh, I so do some outlet. kind of outlet. Yeah. So I do mix it up just kind of like i would say it's a hybrid between functional and sometimes more just like bodybuilding kind of stuff and like we talked about like sometimes i'm one month i just wanted to get better at the rower so i do a lot of rowing and kind of really just mix it up sure
1: so today we got to train together the three of us beforehand we did some heavy deadlifts uh a little bit of pressing and then i forced these guys to do a crossfit workout with me which was pretty fun absolutely forced um well, you guys held in there. You that all right?
2: Terrible. Yeah, we're taking a picture or video. Video. What was hey. the score? We don't even know what the score was.
0: We didn't. Uh, I didn't take a picture. Do you, picture you,
2: of you guys show sure you when to add those numbers up? All right, well, you and I are doing the workout next time. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fine.
0: Who won the professional crossfit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy does it twenty four seven.
1: Um. So what? Uh, maybe you don't want to share any of this, but what does the future hold? Like, what for M forty three? Like, what are your visions for this place?
2: Yeah, um, I would love to have more in this area. I don't know if that's one more or two more. Yeah. Um, you know, key fobs work at both facilities right now, so basically, oh, really? yeah, yeah. So if somebody joins, they could go to any of them. Oh, that's neat. So it's an added little like bonus. That. You know, some people obviously Dewitt looks different than Lansing. There's different members. Equipment's pretty much the same. Layout's a little bit different. So, you know, I mean, people from Lansing will drive out here on the weekends and vice versa. So sure. you know, it's kind of like a cross membership, which is kind of cool. Sure. Um, there are some areas. I'm not going to say where, but yeah, that I've yeah, kind yeah. Of been looking for in this area. Yeah. Um, I do know that we are getting a very, very heavy um, athlete presence. Yeah. Um, so that could be something that we look for, maybe like a little bit bigger athlete driven facility, like a sure. one-off kind of a thing. Sure. Um, like a hybrid. Yeah. I do know. Small I have some room. friends that have wanted to kind of open them. Um, I know that I could probably pop a couple of these rather quickly, but like I said, I could one be a fluke. I don't know. Yeah. Could two be a fluke. Yeah. Maybe not. So then I kind of want to just, like, see where two, maybe three go. And then everything that I've done, though, as far as the equipment, everything, I have it all in spreadsheets. So literally, if somebody was like, I want to open one of these, I could send an email. And, like, it would be, like, the path. This is it. This is it. Yeah. The hardest thing is, just as you know, is recreating yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like you're saying, if you were to delegate a new location to somebody else. Yes. Yeah, that would be. Eventually,
2: that's going to have to happen. Especially
1: because it's something that you've built. And you have... uh, You've cultivated something that's very successful and it's, it, it it's unique and you, yeah, I can see exactly how it would be difficult to be like, Hey man,
2: I mean, cause I mean we talked about us. right now I have, I have zero employees, everyone's a contractor. Yeah. So like, I mean, there's no payroll. Sure. So like what is that that probably would have to change yeah oh yeah, yeah. so the model especially is if you have gonna, like a gm or it's what like, it's, it's gonna have to yeah. happen yeah
1: yeah
0: that's interesting yeah that's a it, it is definitely the hardest thing is to get somebody else to have the same feel or product or service Excitement that you provide yeah um yeah i think like you said it's the hardest thing to recreate yeah and especially
1: when it's something that i mean this This puts food on the table. This puts clothes on your kids. Like this
2: is your life. Yeah, this is this is my baby, and I know three we could probably do. But once you kind of going after that, you know, financing gets a little trickier. And I know like we don't. My wife and I are the only people that own those things. So like investors would probably have to happen. Yeah, and I know like they. I know people already want to do it. It's just if I want. To kind of take that, step. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. More
0: money, more problems. That's, yeah, baby,
2: that's 100 true. Uh, wow.
1: Drink of choice: alcoholic Ooh, beverage. What am I doing? Huh. Hey, I like this. <laughs> um, all right, let's go with like
2: straight liquor. You're drinking. You're drinking a liquor drink. Uh, Angel's Envy is my my go-to right bourbon. now. Bourbon, he goes with bourbon. bourbon oh yeah,
0: bourbon guy. Yeah, yeah. you Dude, like I,
2: Angel's Envy. Yeah. You had a bottle uh, of I like a Pretty while much go, right? everything. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: um, uh, Angel I Angel thought you were really going
0: to give him like a scenario. Like it's a Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> <I call> it. <laughs> it's, it's a Fall Friday night and you're at a bonfire. Ooh, that's, that's a good
1: one. I'd go for a good old Bush Light. Ooh. Ooh. Camel can? Yeah. Uh, Isn't that, is that Bush Light or is that Bush? Yeah. I think that that's bu- that's uh, that Bushlight. I Bushlight. Light. Yeah. Is it? It's Bushlight. I'm gonna buy some. And they have the Americans. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have to get some. Bush Light, man. can't go wrong. If Corey, if Corey's listening to this. Uh, Corey Bennett, he got me freaking hooked at the beginning of really at the beginning of COVID, but that's like our camping beer now, Yeah. and now it's like the only thing I want to, like if I have a beer, all I want is Bushlight. I don't want anything else. I was a big Keystone guy. Oh yeah. Keystone. Keystone's great. Keystone. Yeah. Uh, if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Nut butter? <laughs> yeah, we've had that one too. Yeah, that was pretty close. I still think Jordan Syitz was the best. What'd he say? Nut cream. Oh, isn't that kind yeah. of like gross, too? To say it <laughs> out loud, it makes I'm, me feel weird. Is that why you yeah. said it kind of <laughs> quietly? Yeah. Like,
0: Not green. Oh, boy. <laughs> How about uh, if there was a movie about you, what actor would
2: play you? Christian Bale.
0: Okay. Oh, come on. No,
2: I don't know. I don't know. Um, a movie about me. I like Christian Bale. Probably yeah. Christian I like Christian Bale. I mean, I mean,
1: he was the Batman. And yeah. everything you wear and well, I met do a, here um, is
2: black. So I can't remember the guy that played Superman. I met him at a cross. Henry Cavill. Henry yeah. Cavill. Maybe yeah, Henry Cavill. Team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Uh who's the guy
0: Rami <laughs> Ra- Malik? Isn't that the guy that the, the, <laughs> yeah, the people are?
1: Yeah. I literally convinced <laughs> people that I was what's what show is he from? Mr. Robot. Yeah. Look him up. He doesn't. I don't think he looks like me. No. I think he has he's like the, guy the dark that played,
2: eyes. He's
0: the guy that played. Uh, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody. He played. Yeah, he Freddie played Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Do
1: you know who that guy? Oh, is? Oh, you kind of look like him. So yeah, that's what, this. He looks this is actually. Like, uh... I'll keep the story short, but this is a good story. So
0: it was <laughs> oh, so like three and a
1: half years ago or so. Uh, uh, we got married, my wife and I, obviously. Yeah. And the night before our wedding, we had the rehearsal dinner, and then at the hotel that we had it at was like this really cool tiki bar. And so inside was like a dance floor, outside was a tiki bar and to be completely honest, we had way too much fun that first, yeah. that night. That's the night before the wedding. Yeah. We, oh, cool. Well, we
0: just had one or two drinks. <laughs>
1: <Dude>. <laughs> I think we were up until like 3 a.m. And then we had to wake up night. for like the morning of the wedding. We had like a bunch of dude stuff planned. We that's like shot like guns. It's not like
0: Dylan ended up through a street <laughs> sign or anything like that. So
1: we're, we're all partying. Like my family, both families are partying, all this stuff. And then a bunch of my buddies were sitting at the tiki bar outside. So I like walked out there and I'm like, Hey guys, what's going on? But blah, blah, blah. I sit down and this guy, so it was like a square bar and the bartenders in the center. Right. And so there's people on all, all sides and I'm sitting there and this guy from across the bar is staring at me like crazy. And he's talking to his friends about me. And I'm like, this guy like wants to fight or something. Like, what is he talking <laughs> shit? Like what's going on now that I'm a fighter, but I was drinking. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> And so
0: And he had his crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. More importantly, like seven of my best <laughs> yeah. friends.
1: So we're sitting there and I'm like, man, this guy really is like he's he's definitely talking about me and and the guys around me started noticing. He finally walks over to me and he goes, Hey, are you are you ramy what is his name? Ramy Malik. Ramy Malik from Mr. Mr. Robot. Robot? Yeah. And I was drunk enough to to play with it. So I, I literally like moment of, I, I put my hand over my eyes, like to try and like cover my face. And I was like, yeah, man, I am just, can you just not make a scene about it? And he went back to all of his friends and they bought it like for the whole night. And you can attest to this. Yeah. The whole night, these people legitimately thought I was a movie star in Grand Haven, Michigan. And they were able to party with us. And then the best part of the whole story is one of the people that was in his group worked with my wife and so the story crumbled like an hour before the night ended they like saw each other and they're like oh hey jj and she's like what are you doing here and he's like no my wife or my you know my fiance and i get married tomorrow and the guy (laughs) the guy who i told is literally standing next to him and i'm like oh no they buy you drinks or anything yeah uh I don't know, I actually. Think they did. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, but it was oh, a while. it's a blurry it night. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, like everybody was in on the joke too, but it was pretty good. Uh, cheat meal,
2: five guys. Ooh, burgers Ooh, right, right absolutely. away. Ooh. Yeah. Um, not a candy. How do you get a, it? Uh, mayonnaise, hot sauce, grilled onions. Hot oh. sauce gang, 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 hot gang, sauce, gang, gang, Dude, we haven't pulled that out in a while. Mother, no. uh, uh, Mayo wife. Uh, I usually get two doubles. Bacon cheeseburgers. Damn. Sometimes Cajun you eat fries. You Cajun fries? Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Do the I Cajun swear. fries. Oh, hell meet, yeah. Meat sweats. you say you sweat? Meat sweats, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. I just sweat when I eat it. I can't wait. I feel we so get victorious. Way home. Give me yeah. that greasy, boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a, there's a Chick-fil-A on the way back. Yeah? Who could hit that? I love Chick-fil-A. Mm, How close is like, that mm, from
2: here? Mm, it's from good. Yeah. 10, 15 minutes? Oh, yeah. We're going. Yeah.
0: For sure. It is a Vice Friday. It is Vice Friday. Brother. We'll have a we'll have a picture later.
1: Maybe we'll get a picture from Scott. Uh, do you know what Vice Friday is? I do not. So Vice Friday for us is we enjoy something, you know, a vice of ours, whether it's food or or alcohol, and then uh, that's the whole thing, right? Like bourbon and balance, having the balance between living a healthy lifestyle and enjoying the things that you enjoy. Yep. So every Friday we post a picture of you know pizza, us eating pizza or or drinking a beer. Or, Whatever, having some bourbon or whatever. So, yep. when you're drinking we, your Angel's Envy tonight, you, I will definitely send a picture. Send send us you pulled five
2: guys last night. There we go. Oh, nice. <laughs>
0: we <laughs> I, was like, I don't worked. know what Ryan's
2: going to put me through, so maybe this would help. Yeah. Did
0: a matcon today.
2: Yeah, he burned and, a bunch of calories. Now, now you can enjoy. Uh,
0: now I'm going to have some Chick Fil A. What are you guys going to be
2: drinking?
1: You can go first.
0: Mm, I don't know yet. Maybe some bourbon. I actually need to pick something up. So,
2: I'm definitely going to have bourbon. It's tonight. Still open. What should I drink? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've been, like, in a big red wine kick lately. Are you? I love red wine. The problem with red wine is just I'm a volume guy. Hey. So, yeah, me like, too. <laughs> like, like, I just, like, I'll pour, like, a glass. My wife's just like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't want to get back up. Yeah. Like, I don't have <laughs> yeah. to do a small. I remember the first time I ever got wine at a restaurant, the guy, like, you know, like, uncorked it, like, showed the yeah. bottle. I'm like, all right, yeah, what's, this guy? what's this guy doing? Does this Like, taste pour, good? like, a little bit in the glass. And I was like... I'm going to need more than that. He's like, you're wait, supposed to wait, wait, taste it first. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I
1: know. So we're going to dinner with... Is one
0: glass or 10? Yeah, there's no one. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's always, no, there's it's no always one. 10. Uh, to, there's no one. We're going to dinner with the Hobbs tonight. Brandon, uh, the Bourbon Man Hobbs. So there's a place called the Alto Alto Bar, I think is what it's called. It's got like the biggest bourbon selection in West Michigan, and they do a steak... Uh, like a steak special on Fridays so we'll probably have a ribeye and a a bourbon I'll take a picture with Brandon so that
2: we can (laughs) can post it up we completed our relationship down there in Cleveland I was like do you like to drink and by the end of the night We were enjoying we, drinks yeah, together. There was a free <laughs> bar. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we had oh, a good time. Oh, no. And everybody
1: else was like having, yeah. like water with a lemon. Scott Ryan probably like, texted <laughs> his wife,
0: JJ, like, hey, honey, there's an open bar. And she probably just literally rolled her eyes when she read oh, the text. Oh, yeah, like,
1: absolutely. But then it was. She probably got like a, a selfie of Scott and I, yeah, like yeah. just broing up. Three
0: so. hours later.
2: Did <laughs> you know something's free, dude?
0: <laughs> Ryan Levine is popping out on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you jackass! <laughs> oh, that's from earlier. Uh, oh, two God. drinks in. That's
1: uh, too great. Well, we're, we're definitely gonna come back. Um, I need to come up to you. Yeah. Yeah, you do need to come up. We need to go out, have some we drinks, need, have We're some still food. talking
0: about doing this barbell. Uh, bourbon and balance mastermind oh, week, yeah, weekend yeah. kind of thing That'd be awesome. Yeah, we have a couple guys the that... man, the myth the legend, Mr. Rick Court yeah. and the bourbon oh, yeah, man, love. Brandon
1: Hobbs we and... do like a big like almost like a weekend thing where we get to one of our houses we all have gyms at the house so we can, or we can just go to 8th Air or CFTR or whatever yeah. do a big workout thing, grill, bourbon fire uh, and then just talk and, and get it all on talk about training tape.
0: and stuff. Yeah, so that'd be fun. You'll I'm definitely in. be
1: there. Oh yeah, I'm definitely on. Well, I think we wrap it up. I think we'll do another episode with Scott probably oh, yeah. in the future for sure. We got to give great. ourselves more time. But uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for thanks having for me. having us here and letting us throw around some weight. Yeah, I'm still not. Breathing right over here. <laughs> yeah, geez. But we'll, uh, we'll definitely post, we're going to take some pictures before we leave. You guys got to see this place. If you're listening, it's it's amazing. If you ever are in the DeWitt Lansing area, you must stop by this place because it is, uh, it's a spectacle for sure. Yeah. Do
0: Appreciate you have, uh, you know, where do they follow you? How can they get more information yeah, so if they want to drop in?
2: Yeah, I'm 43fitness.com. If you click like just book a tour or ask more questions, it goes right to my email. Um, that's probably the best way of getting a hold of us and just through our website. Instagram as well. Yeah, that's Instagram is cool. M43 Fitness, and same with Facebook. Awesome. Sweet.
0: If you're in the Lansing area and you want to elevate your fitness, do it on your own time. Is
1: that like a thing you just elevate. came up with? Elevate yeah. your fitness? Yeah,
0: I was just trying to you know, plug Scott's Sick, man. cool-ass gym here. So. Hey, have a great day. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah, bourbon and Balance boys, out. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting the show. And if you're getting value out of this content, please share it with other people who you think would get value out of it as well.